everybody welcome to the pop my culture podcast i'm cole stratton i'm just a speck in a huge universe oh wow sorry guys <laughs> kind of down today just kidding it's me vanessa raglan hey vanessa raglan i am a speck but i'm okay with that all right we're all just tiny specks but isn't that in a way beautiful yeah i'm with you thanks thank you guys for coming to the show we're so glad to have you here on the internet and in the air you know who else i'm glad to have our sponsor this episode. Oh, I didn't know when that was going. Yeah, headline shirts. I love me some headline shirts. And Cole and I are both wearing headline shirts today in the picture if you go on to our popmyculturepodcast.com website. Yep. I'm wearing a, a Han Solo, Andy Warhol style shirt. And I'm wearing a deer getting revenge. It's like a deer and a hunter's. Oh, yeah. deer hunter. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that was the joke. I thought it was like a vegetarian joke until I just said it out loud. There you go. Well, they make amazing, <laughs> amazing shirts. A lot of great pop culture and kind of goofy, goofy shirts. Uh, they're super comfortable too, which is super great. They're vintage blend tees. They make them here, hand sewn in California. It's like a super soft poly cotton blend. And the fit is really good for the yep. ladies too. Like the ladies' t shirt isn't too skimpy and it's not too bulky. It's really nice. Yep. They've got intelligently funny tees. It's kind of their tagline. So uh, the stuff, there's, it's just a great array of different kinds of shirts. On and their even site. just looking through their website, I laugh because of like, getting the visual jokes, even though I didn't get Deer Hunter until after I've worn this shirt three <laughs> times. I just really thought. Don't, I mean, did you get it as soon as you no, looked I, at it? I, yeah, but oh. that's okay. okay. Uh, so if you go to <laughs> if you go to their website, it's headlineshirts.net. There's a code you can type in to get twenty five percent off your first order. Don't tell everyone. And that code is no beefaroni, which of Just course beefaroni. is a character we do from time to time on yeah. the podcast. So type in beefaroni, get twenty five percent off your first purchase. And uh, they also manufactured our brand new T shirts. They did, which we love. Um, the art is awesome by the wonderful Dave Perillo, yep. and the shirts are great. And we've already gotten good feedback from him. I've been wearing one. I saw Cole's dad this week, and Cole's dad had his on. That's right. They're super soft and comfortable the design is cool it's me and vanessa and a bunch of our podcast guests beefaroni's uh, on there tiny Catherine hepburn jason statham the olsen twins Ugh. and an angry wizard it's got everything you could want in a t-shirt yep they're just 15 dollars uh, on our website so if you go to popmyculturepodcast.com there's a merch page there's also a blog post on the front page about it uh so buy one would you yeah and send us a picture of you in it if you don't if you want to you don't have to that's, that's right sexed me <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are um, pretty much uh, listener supported. We do have a straight sponsor every once in a while, but uh, your donations help us to put the show on. Yep, they help us to keep doing it and to keep buying water for the guests and getting our sound on and everything like that. Yep. So if you go to popmyculturepodcast.com, there's a little button that says donate and you can click it. And any little bit you give really does help us out and we appreciate it so much. Yep. And if you get, do donate, we give you a, a shout out on the podcast in a sometimes amusing, sometimes annoying way. Often both at the Often same both time. Often both at the same time. So we have some people we'd like to thank yeah. today. And uh, instead of us doing it, yeah, it was the fun in that. Uh, I, as you know, Vanessa, I spent last week in Paris. Oh, right. I was in Prague. Yeah. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of smuggled uh, two mice with me back to oh, the States. Oh, wow. And they're right here. And they, oh, my gosh. they said they would be thrilled. First of all, they speak. Yeah. And they are wearing little berets yep. and little striped shirts. They look so romantic. They're really cute. They sort of look like the mice from the rescuers. Uh, Only Bernard more 
European. Yeah. Bianca. So uh, yeah, let me pull them out here and I'll uh, let yeah. them take care of it. Bonjour. Hey, bonjour. What are you doing here? Oh, you're so beautiful. Such a beautiful people. Oh. <laughs> We're happy to be here and doing the thankos for the Pomacata oh, Pocket. We're doing the thankos. Of yes. course, we're doing the thankos. Yes. Oh, this is right here. Oh, look at a big piece of paper. Yes. Can you hold it, my little uh, mouse? Yes, finger? here you go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, I say, will you play violin? And then sure, while you of, say, of I will play violin. Sure, let me get the violin out. <laughs> Oh, it's such a tiny violin, even to me. Here we now. go. Eh. Angela, we thank you from the bottom of our mouths, the hearts. Angela, we thank you. Merci. This is so nice. It didn't really match my playing, but this is okay. Oh, that's okay. Now I will play for you. This, oh, I used this accordion I brought. Ah, here we go. Hey, Peter. Peter, thank you for giving to the Papa My Culture podcast. Even though I'm from Italy, but I also moonlighted in Paris. I love you. I love you. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Oh, yes. That was already beautiful. Uh, and now we do have a little bit more. Yes. And uh, Mr. Meech. I play for you. Meech. Oh, Meech Moshari. You are more than a meat should be. Well, thank you so much. I like a big piece of cheese. Oh. American cheese. It's, uh, it's, no, it's processed. Gross. Oh, no, I can eat it. It's not good. Oh, backward. We come this is we cheese product. It's not even oh, cheese. Don't look at the label. This is an insult to no, Gouda. No, 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 no. You guys just enjoy that over there. Yeah, do my best. Ugh. He's got an attitude. Well, Europeans, you know. they can be romantic and they can turn on you like that. That's like that. Just doesn't like our cheese product, I guess. Oh. Thank you guys for donating to the podcast. We really appreciate Think it. we'll be bringing the mice back a lot for that. Also want to give a thank you to our friend Thomas Bell. Oh, Thomas Bell, that sweetheart. He had a shout-out done for us on The Merton Show. Yep. And it was so cool. They made, he made up a song about us. Yep, it was really cool. Thank so you, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. That was really cool. And uh, thank you guys. That's the main thing. If yeah. you like the show, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. You yep. can uh, also uh, send us an email. We love hearing from you. If you email info at popmyculturepodcast.com, that would be great. And we're also uh, moving forward every time in the Pop Squad. And if you'd like to be involved, uh, if you're internet savvy and you want to help us out with the podcast in some ways that you can do pretty easily, just let me know. And I will uh, tell you what you can do for me. Isn't that my dream scenario? There you go. Uh, one last little bit before we get to our awesome guest. Speaking of him, uh, we have a giveaway. This Uh-oh. episode like we do on often. Uh, uh, we do on often. Mm. We do often on our show. Uh, if you would like to have a chance to win an undeclared complete series box set signed by our guest, uh, Tim. You can do that. As well as our previous guest, Carla Gallo. Leave your answer to the first question that comes up later in the show on our website. PopMyCulturePodcast.com in the thread for this episode. Yep. And we'll choose somebody from there. Wonderful. Now, I hope you guys like the show. I know we had fun. (laughs) All right, here we go. Oh, no, I'm not ready. Our guests today played Dougie on Enlightened and Marshall on Undeclared. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Sharp is here. Hi, guys. Hi, Tim. We're sorry to hear about your larynx. Thanks. You're welcome. I love that, that whenever that a, a the crowd... Dr. Seuss character. <laughs> larynx. Larynx. I love whenever a, cr- a, a crowd sound happens on the podcast. It's always like... <sighs> like like the snake crowd. whispering to Harry Potter in the greenhouse. Yeah, the first yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> you know? Or like a, a demon. Or, or, or here's a even cooler one. 
<laughs> or a demon possessing your body. Whoa. That'd be like a backward sound. <laughs> there is no cold. That's what happens next. He's left this body. <laughs> Always mischievous. What's up with that? Yeah, why can't a demon just be yeah. down to business? Right. Or, yeah, just like lonely. TTB did. Hey, I don't have much time here. What's up? What's going on with you? Yeah, yeah, let's connect. (laughs) Well, if you responded to my friend request. Oh, no. I do not like that kind of conversation, (laughs) even in a joke. I'd appreciate a follow back. Even if it's a demon. Especially if it's a Twitter demon. Twitter demon. Well, we're glad to have you. Tom. Thank you. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me. Um, that about wraps it up. Yeah. So. Awesome. Good times for everybody yeah. all around. Uh, mm. Well, I think we need to start with something super important per usual. Mm. Yes. Justin Bieber continues to be this an is impressive... This a Bieber podcast, by the way. Uh, Strictly Bieber. Uh, <laughs> Bieber. A Bieber the Bieber cast. eaters eat my Bieber. Bieber fever. Uh, Justin my Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Beaker. Justin Bieber continues to be a wonderful human being. Uh, What's the latest? He uh, was at a restaurant in New York, I believe, mm-hmm. and instead of going to the restroom in the actual restroom, what? he went into the kitchen. It's on videotape, oh, unfortunately. He peed in the mop bucket. Peed in a mop bucket while, while his fuck? friends are bragging to the kitchen staff, like, "Oh, you're never gonna forget this, are you?" As Justin Bieber. Well, here, this is the exact bucket. quote of what his his friends, his entourage, said: <laughs> "Quick little piss break, you know. Quickest restroom we could get to. We swagger, you know. This is just a little walk to piss. That's the coolest spot to piss, you know." We will forever remember that. You're not going to remember him pissing in the restroom. Everybody does that. We the fucking wild kids, yo. Wild kids in this bitch. And then Justin Bieber puts wow. his penis back in his pants and runs, grabs his a... Bieber. His little beanie. And he grabs a... Like a bottle Windex. of Windex and goes over to a framed picture of Bill Clinton and squirts it crazily and says, Fuck Bill Clinton! And what the back. fuck? What's going on? And so, of course, it gets video. They videotape so that it's his little buddies, and it gets put up. And then, of course, people are like, uh, "You're a terrible person." And then um, he like does a like a two part tweet that's just like, "Yo, man, every day learning. It's all about <laughs> you know becoming a better person and serving the Lord." Like what? what? No, but then he said another one at Bill Clinton. Thanks for the talk, man. I really appreciate it. Something like that. He's high. It's like, what happened? I think he's high. I think he's high on drugs. He's I think high on the fame. kids are doing drugs. He's high on Just marijuana What happened to the cute little kid that would play uh, acoustic guitar, sing about Puberty. baby, oh baby? Puberty happened. too much money and mm. saggy britches and... And swoopy haircuts. Swoopy haircuts. Peeing in a mop bucket at a restaurant while all the staff... Because that's look- different. That's cool. You this wouldn't, you wouldn't you, remember him peeing in a bathroom. You wouldn't remember Bieber no. peed in your bathroom. Look, I don't condone... We the wild kids. I don't that's, condone that's raising a, a hand. I don't condone raising a hand to a child. But if ever there was a case for <laughs> yeah, someone who needed up. to be spanked at yeah. some point, Ooh. it's Justin Bieber. I would pick Robin Thicke. Oh, Spank no. That. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Growing Pains reference? Oh, it could have been. His son, Robin. I've just discovered him this week and what put a big big upset alan in my Thicke's, life alan oh, oh, oh alan robin thick why did i because make well, that well, connection instantly yeah you robin thick alan Thicke. pains on the brains i got he's a thick. r&b swooner robin thick yeah is alan thick's son and he's a millionaire record writer and producer 
and singer, and he has better minds. And he's with Paula Patton, who he's They've been, been with together since they were like, 16. Yeah. Who the fuck oh is Paula gosh. Patton? Paul Patton was, uh, she was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Uh, she was like the, the, the sex symbol. The, the gal on his team that kicks the crap out of that woman out the window. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, she's pretty badass. Anyway. Ooh, Hello, you get Robin it, right? Thick. He yeah. just got it. I got He's it. been disciplined. Yeah. For yeah. sure. No, I think he He's not pissing at any. Oh, hell. Oh. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's guys, pretty good. Can we take a couple. break? I'm just gonna <laughs> masturbate in the bathroom. I was, uh, oh well, we all know Ed. Ed Rowe. I showed Ed a picture. Remember, oh, we were talking Ed. about. I was, the, I was talking about Robin Thicke earlier this week, and I showed Ed a picture of Paul Batten, and he's like, "Oh no, she would destroy me." <laughs> just like after. It's like, oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> oh, I love no. his British accent. Oh, specifically, who doesn't. It's pretty sweet. His personality, meh. I've been doing these. Um, a series of Jedi shorts um, called Jedi Knights, N-I-G-H-T-S, and it's about mm-hmm. low-level shitty Jedis. And it's just like little two-minute, one-minute interviews with just like crappy Jedis. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ed, Ed was like, can I play a Jedi? I was like, yeah, but you're, gonna, you're not going to play a, a shitty Jedi with that accent. You're going to play yeah. a real, <laughs> you're going to play one of the cool Jedis. <laughs> Where are That's these? Amazing. Are these on the um, internet? Almost. Oh my gosh! I'm about to drop that shit. Oh boom! I could uh, show you guys some sneak previews. That would be pretty Sweet. great. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you haven't slept. I haven't. That was the news we got this. Week. I uh, literally, well, not literally. I came off set about two hours ago. Uh, off Christmasina's right now untitled Christmasita project. It's a movie, independent film. First, when you said it, I thought you were saying Christmasina, like Christmas. Ina, uh-huh. and it was like a Christmas Inya. It's like the sequel to Thumbelina, but it's yeah, exactly. Holidays. That's what I was imagining. Christmas Ina. That's what I thought it was like a Christmas Thumbelina. Uh, project. I was on Christmas Ina. All us little people from flowers <laughs> don't have holidays. Drug. <laughs> well, you're about to Thumbelina. So I've misunderstood. Chris Christopher Messina, <laughs> the actor Chris. Messina. Chris Messina uh, presents Chris Messina, the mouse that could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at all these stockings. That's what it's about, right? He yeah. just hasn't titled it yet because he doesn't want it to get out, and we figured it out. <laughs> well I'm done. sorry. We'll, you bleep, guys all, we'll the case. bleep all this Don't. <laughs> Don't. Why would you? This is amazing. <laughs> we don't um, edit out on the podcast. We bleep mm-hmm. out for minutes at a time. Uh, Chris Messina from the Mindy Project? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's very good. Yes, he is. He's uh, a hell of a director, too. So Don Johnson is in the film. Really? Yeah. Ooh, Don Johnson. Ooh. Yeah, that's, and he's, he's as cool as he was on Miami Vice. He doesn't stop me. being cool. No, he doesn't. So what are you doing on that? Are you not allowed to talk about it? No, I can talk about it. I'm, I'm one of the actors in it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, don't, I don't even want to go into the plot because it's not interesting. Okay, there it is. <laughs> not that the movie Sorry, isn't. Chris. It's just my description of the movie will not be interesting. But it will be, and I can guarantee, a good freaking movie. I believe you. Do you get to wear cool outfits? Um, I'm a conservationalist in it. Oh, buttoned up, man. <laughs> Not like conservative. <laughs> Conservationalist <laughs> Christmasina. I'm on the wrong. Did I did I make up a word? Conservationalist. No, no you're like I a, was a conservationist. Conservationist. You want to conserve things. Yeah, conservationalist uh, is not a word. I believe. I made up a word, you guys. Well, congratulations. Conservationist. So that's what zero sleep and some mm-hmm. big imagination will do for you. 
and a big old Red Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I wear a lot of, like, hand, like you know. Linen? <laughs> linen robes. <laughs> no, you know, like uh, uh, thrift store stuff because it's, oh. you know, good for the environment. Got it. Reuse, recycle, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Snooze. <laughs> Wake up. We got to. Oh, Spider-Man, you talked about that. Sure. Uh, so, and just kidding. Spiderman. Yeah, all right, fine. Yeah, Spiderman. Spiderman. We were doing that. <laughs> so, all right, so Andrew Garfield, who played Spiderman in the last Spiderman New film. New relationship the amazing to the cat, Spiderman. I assume. Uh, so he what just... New relationship to the cat. The cat. Garfield. Uh, I got you said there. Sorry, I asked. <laughs> Excuse me. If ever there was something that needs to be edited out of the podcast, it's that. but we will not. We will not cut it. We will not cut it. Uh, so Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. who played Spiderman in the last Spiderman film, uh, was just quoted in an interview saying, "You know, hey, why can't Spiderman be gay? It'd be cool if Spiderman was gay. Like, you know, he's trying to figure things out. Maybe he could be experimenting." Andrew Garfield was pitching this. Yeah, Andrew Garfield okay. pitching this. He's already got the job <laughs> okay, as Spiderman. I'm interested. He's like, let's let's make him gay. And he's like, I already know who can play. Uh, we'll make MJ a guy. And I already know who can play him. Michael B. Jordan, who I love since The Wire. He's so good. And we'd have like biracial chemistry. It'll be fantastic. What? Oh, he's just joking. I'm MJ. sure. MJ, Michael B. Jordan. BJ. Right. What's going on with that? What's really going on? There's something deeper happening (laughs) with Andrew. Hmm. But I don't think anyone... I know his ex-girlfriend. You do? Mm -hmm. How's she? Great. She's awesome. Such a sweet... Shannon Woodward. Shannon, yeah, Mm -hmm. from uh, uh, that show. That that show, Uh, um, Raising Hope. Raising Hopes. Yeah. Raising Hopes. She's great in that. Yeah. Did uh, she ever talk about how he wanted to make every character gay? No. <laughs> Did she harp on that? Uh, we didn't talk about it much really? because uh, uh, we were doing. I was the movie. The reason I know her is we were doing a movie that was about her getting over her, her ex. Oh. And I think that's who she kind of like was was channeling. Channeling, yeah. Well, it's just it's just like it's weird to me that like I don't know what you're gonna. Like I mean, fun idea, I guess. But like, do you think I don't know he's what you're serious? Gonna, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. But then again, at the same time, like, it's a funny thing to say. Like, I mean, the sentiment. I mean, not the funny, sentiment's like, great. Huh, like, yeah, like, it's like a why? why well, the sentiment's why fine. Like, yeah, you know, why couldn't Spider-Man be gay? Sure. The only reason, the only thing that comes to my mind is that because it's a character that has its own established mythology that's been around forever. But they reboot things all the time and make changes. <laughs> that would be a huge. That'd be a big, that'd be a big change. change. For the ladies were a part of a big part of Spider-Man's life. Well, he was a you know a teenage boy, right? Was he not? Bieber. It's ba- Bieber. It's basically Bieber. Yeah, Spider-Man's gonna be pissing in buckets <laughs> with his little with his, the wild men, the wild him. men, the Yo, wild we boys. The wild boys. With great power comes great responsibility. Spider-Man. <laughs> How old was Spider-Man when he turned into Spider-Man? Uh, he was in high school. Yeah, it's like 16, Man. 17. Yeah, something like that. It's a brave choice to name spider yourself. Boy. I mean, being yeah, bit by the radioactive spider, spider was basically just saying how hard puberty, puberty is. That's, right. that's the metaphor. Oh. Same thing in Teen Wolf. Oh, my Same God. Deal. Yeah, I love Teen Wolf. Can't Teen Wolf is say. great. I'm talking about the original. The yeah. new one's pretty cool, too. Oh, the TV show? I saw it, yeah. The movie, though. For a, a couple apps. The, re- the the TV show, though, it's not Teen Wolf. It's, oh, it's Teenage not. Wolf, if anything. It's, it's a Teenage but Wolf. Why can't the Teen Wolf have a boyfriend who's a cat? <laughs> I think it could be interesting. <laughs> 
Well, I guess in like I haven't watched the the new show, but I guess in that like he it's, it's, it's not, not as, it's not hereditary. It doesn't run in his family like it does in the movie. Like yeah. he was bit. There's no funny dad. It's more like cool. Yeah, it's and more sexy. Yeah. If lacrosse yeah. is cool, because he play, I guess he plays lacrosse. They make it cool. I think lacrosse is cool. Instead of basketball, does lacrosse have a bad reputation? Uh, I, I don't think it's got the. I don't think it has support. a reputation. I think it has a real Playboy reputation. Yeah, right. They throw a werewolf on the team, and damn, look out! <laughs> Go fetch werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never went to any kind of school that had a lacrosse. lacrosse yeah, me neither. Yeah, I don't. We're fancy, poor, right? Grew up poor. Did you grow up poor? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I guess we had a field hockey team, which is pretty much. Is that lacrosse? That. It's similar. Lacrosse, lacrosse have horses. I feel like polo has oh, polos yeah. oh, and yeah. horses. Water polo. Does water polo no have horses? horses. Correct. And that's a missed opportunity, you guys. I Put know. those horses in a pool and make people ride them there. Throw yes. one werewolf into that pool and <laughs> oh, things man. get really interesting. <laughs> oh, wow. You know who's operating the same way we do? Is it, um, what's the this, this scary channel? Sci-fi? Mm. Siffy? Is that who's doing it? The Siffy. their new movie? <laughs> they changed it to SYFY. Siffy. Sharknado. Uh, yeah. Is that sci-fi? What? Probably. They, you know, they did um, Sharknado. Sharktopus. Yeah. And- wow. What? Yes. They have a it's shark. Basically, a cable octopus. channel that is founded on making movies of shark combos. But it's, I think that the way they work on their pitches is what we just did of like, yeah, let's throw that in there. And that's shark to puss. But now they're coming out with Sharknado, which is when a stream of wa- like a, a tornado picks oh, up a bunch of sharks. Fu- John- Reed, Tara Reed is in the- <laughs> John's pulled up the image. Ian Zeering. Oh, no. Ian, Ian. Sorry. <laughs> and John Hurd. Wow. Everybody's so making those are great some a, choices. Those are some one-time A-listers. <laughs> Sharknado. One-time Sharknado. B-listers. Sharknado. Do you think that's they're like uh, as self-aware as snakes on a plane? Do you know what I mean? Oh, they're like, they're, the production values are always terrible in a laughable way. Like, the effects are bad. It's meant to be like, okay, come laugh at this. I think okay, it's just a stoner, terrifying thing. There's right. nothing terrifying about that because that's impossible. Well, that's what you well, think. Well, let's, let's come up with some pitches for them. I'm going to okay. put out Shark the Herald Angels Sing. Okay. In which a bunch of sharks fall from heaven and start attacking people. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> That'd be good, right? Yeah. I like that. Uh, Noah's Shark. Angel Shark. Where shark. Every, all the animals get two by two onto the boat, but then it turns out the boat's shark. a shark. <laughs> it and it happen. eats all of the animals that were going to be safe from the flood. I always thought it would be like, funny to have... You know, Discovery Channel's Shark Week. Mm-hmm. Shart Week. Oh. <laughs> yep. All about sharts. That's a good and week to have. And it's actually, it's actually sharks. It's actually sharks with incontinence. Just constantly shark, poop in the shark, ocean. Shark, shark, shark. Sharks poop, you guys. Shark, shark. Or oh, they shark think sharks. it's a fart. They <laughs> <laughs> had no idea that was coming. <laughs> um, it's a bunch of sharks looking over their shoulders, startled, like, oh, no. <laughs> shark truce. Oh. Would be like uh, a couple of dudes who have gas <laughs> that turn into sharks and they're enemies, but they come up with this this like uh, reason to call it truce. <laughs> shark yeah. truce. Oh, I get it. Or shark truce, which is just a bunch of shark diplomats. There you go. You know, Truce. agreeing to terms. That's a good one. But in a shark way. Yeah, really sharky way. Um, fashion and the shark. It's like a big fashion show that they think is in New York. How about, how about Groove is in the Shark? Groove is in the Shark. Which is basically yeah. sharks that form a band. That then destroys humankind. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could be hired. Sharky Land? <laughs> is it? 
just a sharks. land of sharks. <laughs> Shark. Shark zombies. Oh. Or just sharks land. It's just sharks, sharks land. Just sharks. Shark. I haven't slept. Yeah, I yet. think just plain old sharks would be a big one. It's just sharks. Just sharks. Tony Shark. Just you know. And have like a. We haven't, had, we haven't had just sharks in a while. Uh-huh. There's nothing weird with them. They're not you They're know genetically altered. Lives. They're just being sharks. Honey, where'd with you put that? Track. That's right. <laughs> America's funniest shark videos. <laughs> right in the kisser. Oh no! Right in the shark balls. <laughs> Take that hammerhead. <laughs> be a lot of that. Just sharks. Okay. Well. We've just discussed a lot of things. We covered a lot of ground. We did shark it a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about the Project Runway billboard that has been banned in L.A.? No. Which one? So the it's uh, it's it's Tim and Heidi. Like she's on like a throne. He's sitting next to her. They're holding these giant needles. Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn. Ooh. Make it work, you guys. Uh, but then below them are just tons of naked models that are all turned in like different directions, so it doesn't quite show anything. But uh-huh. it's all these like naked Photoshop bodies. They have guns. They have needles. They have needles. Oh, oh needles! Like giant Why did I hear needles. you say guns? Because um, that's your Tim Gunn. fantasy. Giant oh, needles. Tim Gunn! So it was. Oh my God. It was going to be a billboard, but the <laughs> Department of Parking and Transportation or whatever oh, like banned it. Um, what? It just looks like a sexy party. But it's yeah. the kind of thing that Why if you're driving they? along, you might be like, "What the?" Oh. And then hit the car in front of you because it's too confusing. It's <laughs> we're, look, we're not, we, don't, we don't care about the nudity or the distraction factor. Where it's just, just too confusing. Where are the guns? Why'd they bring needles to the gunfight? <laughs> Tim. <laughs> How's, I don't get it. Prague, Prague, Jack, Runway, are they backlashing? Are, are they backlashing? Mm-hmm. Against the... I, I, I have a feeling they'll just tone the thing down and put something uh, else up. Mm-hmm. Well, it is like it's a design show. Why don't they have clothes on? I mean, that's right? what the censors uh, right? are saying. Because the designers have to make them yet, Vanessa. Uh, have All to of make these them naked yet. models are empty canvases. Oh, that's a great mm-hmm. point. Waiting to be painted by felt people. By clothes. <laughs> by clothiers. Clothier? What does American apparel like billboards... Oh. Those There's things are like... It's especially disturbing right now. That girl looks so young. That's the thing. So young. It's definitely crossing and drawing lines. Drawing and crossing lines. Look, guys. Like a great game of tic-tac-toe. <laughs> but that, Slap. But that, that child five. pornography is 100% sweatshop free made right here in Los Angeles. <laughs> I think it's important to note that, all right? I respect Touché. it. It's just not my taste. No, I, I was like ogling one of them and then I looked up at the uh-huh. face. Because, you know, you start at the bottom and I was like, look at that lady. Oh, no, hey. it's a baby girl. Well, you know that, or that, you know, like that virginal girl probably was <laughs> raped or molested by the photographer immediately after <laughs> but that was taken. Way to go. She's starting work so early. She's mm. got a great portfolio thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've known some people that have worked in American Parallel years ago, and like Dove Charney, the models. owner guy, would show up and just. Scream at them. Would keep them there, like you know, like after like closing. Words of affirmation. For like, yeah, he's yeah, them? he's he been is. like sued several times for harassment. Wow. Which is a things. strange way. Like he doesn't try to hide that either. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the pictures he's doing, like with his image, it's like oh, admitting everything mm-hmm. instead of yeah. saying no, that's not who I am. No, that is who you are, you dirty old foo. I don't even think he's that old. I think he's like in his thirties. He's older than those no, women. He's older than forties. Maybe 40s. All right. But it's, I guess it's not old to us. 
It's old to me. But it's to 16-year-olds. I mean, I guess they get paid okay, but (laughs) outside of that, they're on a billboard, right? You got your dream to come true, didn't you? Right. Keep that top off. Uh (laughs) Open your mouth. (laughs) And I just love that it's called. Open your mouth. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Get ready for this. I'll take two. I'm gonna get another roll of film, and (laughs) fuck you. Um, okay. I just love that it's called American Apparel. Like it's like the worst. Like, hey, here's everything scuzzy about America. Oh, totally. Patriotic. Stars and stripes forever. Uh, I take off your top. Look younger. Have less knowledge in your eyes. I can't. I can't. Trust me. <laughs> Have more trust in your eyes. Okay. <laughs> oh, this feels so He's good. So gross. Oh no, I really don't like that. Dave Foley played him in a uh, Canadian music video uh, by a band named Colorado. Did it well? Did yeah. you do it like that? He did. He like it was like I don't know. Or was it just visual? It was vi- like visual. He didn't. I don't think well, he spoke never like heard that. The voice. No, he spoke like Dave Foley. Oh. Classic but choice. Yeah, yeah, classic Dave Foley. <laughs> Speaking like Dave Foley. You know what? If I was him, I'd do the same thing. He's a great dude. Who are we to judge? No, we're we're not anybody to judge Dave Foley. Judge <laughs> <laughs> just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> we're not anybody to judge Dave Foley. Mm. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, we've American covered a lot of the major topics in the world right now. Yeah, let's talk about I Enlightened. About myself. Which let's talk about it. Was a fabulous show on the Home Box Office Channel. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it's not television. That's right. It's HBR. <laughs> it's HBR. HBR. It isn't television. It's so beautiful and so good. Mm. They're doing it right. It was. Mm. It was a good show. But they pulled the plug after season two. <laughs> but HBO is still. <laughs> I think we still respect. Oh yeah, right? HBO's got they got some. It's going to take a lot for the people to turn their backs on HBO. <laughs> yeah, they do some <laughs> pretty that, good programming. Yeah, no, I love HBO. And How did um, Enlightened come about? Uh, for me, I mean, was it just an audition? Like it was. Yeah, it was an audition. Um, and uh, I actually wasn't the original. No, Dougie. It was a very similar type to you. <laughs> Who was it? Why oh, Mo- don't I know this? Most deaf. No. Yep. Most deaf. What? Was. Are you serious? Most deaf uh, originally got the part, and uh, something ha- contractually went down. Like I don't know. He was like, some, I most definitely need more money. I don't know what the deal was. Like, nope. But uh, I got a call when he couldn't do it. And uh, made that shit my own. Same you haven't heard my poetry jams. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I think the character is kind of written for like a. It was written for either a whitish black guy mm-hmm. or a blackish white guy. <laughs> and when you see me and <laughs> you know my work, <laughs> like that's, that's a white dead. black guy right there. It's a very white black man. Anyway, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's really crazy. Did mm-hmm. they have to change the script at all? No. The, no? No, I, no, because when I auditioned, it was like written for, like there's I, yeah. I was in it a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, what? And I had to just, I just made all that work for me. Oh my That's gosh. It. And I guess, it, I mean. 
It worked. Mm -hmm. It worked, baby. Chris Messina uh, actually was... (laughs) He was like, I hated you. Because I I thought I got that part. Oh, no. I I walked away and I I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I saw it and I was like, okay. I got to work with this guy. Okay, here we go. Is is that how it all came about? Yeah, that's how it happened. Did you guys know each other? Who, Chris Messina? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I auditioned for the movie, and, and uh, you know, he told me that story. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. And now he's, like, I consider him a dear friend. He's great. Anyway, back to me. He's no most deaf alike. <laughs> yes. Uh, but he would have been great, too. Anyway. Yep, most deaf. And I uh, had to, I wore uh, extensions also the first season. How was that? Were they the kind they sewed in or they clipped? They put, it was like a back piece because uh-huh. when I auditioned, my hair was the length that it is on the show. And then when I heard Most Def got it, I got my hair cut. And As an act of rebellion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of depression. That's what oh. I do when I get depressed. I cut my hair. Oh. I'm a cutter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> More of a trimmer, actually. Yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> uh, get but, the bull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I hate myself. <laughs> so, uh, a little tighter on the sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, when I got the call, it was like a Sunday, and I had to like go to set the next morning, and... You know, Mike was like, did you cut your hair? I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, come to set and we'll see if they can work with Create it. Create a hair for Yeah, you. and so they, like, made my hair look like it did, a, like, a month earlier or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Most That was, like, a specific look this. he wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your look. That's what That it was. look at that time, yeah. It was a and, timeless look. Mm-hmm. It's my, <laughs> yeah, ageless wonder. So one, one thing that was really cool about that show was that was that Mike White, like it was really his vision. He wrote, I think, every single episode. He did. That's he wrote awesome. every single episode. Which is like even for shows that are like come out of one person's mind, they have a staff. Oh yeah. Right. And they you know they you know I'll take see episodes and three especially and five, after the tone was established. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just did the whole dang in thing. both seasons. Yeah. I think he wrote the first season in two weeks. No. I just banged him out. That's crazy. Oh my god. Second season took a little longer because he had to like you know. Uh, filter in, or um, yeah, that, that works. You have to like consider people's contracts, like who oh, can, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Who has to be in it? Right. Making stuff work like that. But yeah, yeah he's crazy. amazing. He's he supposed is to, supposed to come on the show at some point. Yeah, we're, we're we'll follow really up with that. But yeah, he's follow he's, up with that. I'll, 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 I'll follow up too with Sweet. We'll with you. We'll he actually, follow uh, up with you. He wrote the my, the first movie I was ever in, Dead Man on Campus. No shit. Yeah. I love that. I love that man. Two line or one line, and yeah, he's great. But like <laughs> at, the, at the time, it's like I didn't know who any. Like if you go back and you look at the cast of that movie and everybody involved at the time, they're all like just kind of weren't doing much of anything yet. But then it's like pretty amazing. Everybody involved with that thing, even though the movie's not that great. I remember Whoa, burn. I remember it. There you go. I remember that movie. There's two that came out in the same year too. There was that one and Dead Man's Curve, which all had like the same plot. The basic plot, but one was a horror movie, one was a comedy. Which was like, oh, if really? your friend, if your roommate commits suicide or dies or whatever, you get straight A's for the rest of the thing because mm-hmm. you're too grieved to go to class or whatever. You're killing me, Larry. So with Mike oh, yeah, writing all the episodes, was there like? I, I'm assuming there's not much studio pressure. They're probably just like, go do your thing. Yeah, HBO like had zero, like practically no notes for him. Which really? Is amazing. Uh, the first season, yeah. Like literally, they're like, "Yep, we'll, we like this. Let's oh my do this." Gosh. That's amazing, and you can see that. You yeah. know what I mean? You could see that's why it was so different from anything you've seen on TV. 
which was is what I love about the show. process of it different because of that? Like just the lack of interference from other people, or does that usually not uh, your stuff too much? What's oh, more, What do you mean? Mm. What's your question? I mean, like the approach to filming it and creating it. Like as an actor, was there less? I gotta assume that there's not that many rewrites come through, right? Unless Mike's rewriting himself a lot. But I'm no. assuming it's just like here's the script. Go. No. A lot of people think I improvised a lot of Dougie in the first and second season, and I, I that was all scripted. Really? Mm-hmm. Everything was scripted, and so yeah, there weren't a whole lot of there weren't a lot of rewrites. He just uh, we had some awesome directors though. Eh, Jonathan Demi kind of tried to throw some weird loops. Improv loops are just <laughs> yeah. He like <laughs> one take. He asked. He was like, "Okay, I want you to sing. Just call her Tinkerbell like twelve times. <laughs> Action!" <laughs> I was like, uh, "What show are we doing?" Okay, <laughs> but yeah, Jonathan Demi was kind of the only one. Who like took, to... took that? Took it like <laughs> to crazy town. Hey, you guys! And then a little blonde watching. fairy flew up into his ear and kept whispering That's notes. Mike White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Mike. <laughs> we'll put in a rim shot post. <laughs> um, and I mean, it was great. It's, it was a good, great vehicle for Lauren Dern. Who's oh my god, like, great actress! Like such a good actress to work with on that. So easy. It made my job so easy because she was so, like, annoying. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not as an actor, yeah, but, but, like, her character. Yeah. And she's so, like, just on it. She's wonderful, wonderful actor. Good person. And I love that she likes to act with her mom, which is loves cool. Loves to keep it in the family. That's right. For sure. Her mom's funny. I was imagining, like, what is that like to want to work with your mom? Like, I will only do this if my mom will do it. I, but I was imagining it for me, which would not make sense at all. A lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ramblin' Rose, a bunch of other stuff, too. Yeah, they've been for years. Wild at heart. Yeah. I guess they've known each other a long time. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so they say. Uh, and, oh, this is Apparently. I had no idea that that was her mom. <laughs> like, until I was, like, I think I was in a dream sequence in the first season. And I was like, Oh my god, look at look at all these pictures like like they did a great job with like you know like all the pictures in the house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like on they her photoshopped wall. them all together. Like, you guys did such a good job with these pictures. <laughs> like I, I'm like I've never seen like Photoshop done this well and they're like you're kidding, right? Oh I was my like, what? gosh. Like you know that's Laura's real mom. <laughs> like what? I had no idea. <laughs> That's a great way to find out. Oh yeah. And then the next day most deaf came to set. Yep. And you're like, oh I was no. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> how would that work? I've known all the time. Double duggies. Teach me how to duggy. Do you know how to duggy? Uh, oh no, yeah, you really. just did it. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was gonna be season three. Just duggy classes. <laughs> teaching people how to duggy. <laughs> like, That's a good entrepreneurial side job. Mm-hmm. Come to the source if you want to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I guess Mike had figured out all of season three. Because um, mm-hmm. there is like... He pitched it, yeah. Yeah. So he, they knew what was going to happen. Do you know? It's going to be a, just, you know, a lawsuit. It's going to be a major... Mm-hmm. A lot of courtroom. Courtroom drama? Probably. No, yeah. that's what it is. Uh, you were on another one of my favorite shows, Undeclared. Ooh, yeah. So good. And that's yeah. another one that I always wonder, what happens next? What happens? Oh, yeah. You know? That one didn't get to fulfill a, a full season. 
so, but that was such a freaking amazing experience. Such a great cast. Such funny stuff. That but, was... Like, at the time, I had no idea how lucky I was. Because I didn't do... I hadn't done shit before that. So were you peeing in buckets and just being a real asshole because you didn't appreciate... Oh, right. <laughs> with my wild with boys. wild boys. No, I... I was 21, I think. I was living in New York City. And I auditioned for it a couple... Like, I feel like a couple of months went by. And then they were like, okay, oh, they won't... heard anything? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my and gosh. Like, all right, uh, Judd Apatow wants to, uh, you know, see you and blah, blah, blah. Wants you to read with some other people. I was like, oh, okay. And I, you know, my career was just starting, so I didn't know yeah. what anything meant. I never tested for anything. Right. So, yeah, they... Um, had Loudon Wainwright um, and I improvise for like an hour. I was in there for like an hour with Loudon Wainwright. Improvising? And Judd Apatow and uh, uh, Jay. Uh, he, he directed the pilot. Jay Kazan? Yeah, thanks. Jake. Boom! I'll be Boom. in the car! <laughs> so yeah, uh, it was with Jake and Judd and for like an hour with Loudon Oh my just kind of going through the you know this, they had like this just a series of scripted scenes that like didn't have like any plot you know what I mean yeah. it was just like college type like scenes. snapshot kind of yeah and uh, and I like read uh, like for the what Jade Baruchel's part I did most I don't know did you see the special features on the DVD I haven't they, like they have our ago. auditions on oh there. they do yeah. oh my gosh and. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I guess um, Judd fought for me, which was even crazier <gasps> because I guess they wanted an Asian. You got this thing going. Well, yeah, I'm taking away. That, I'm taking away parts you're taking from. Away jobs actually, from the part was supposed to go to Whoa. RZA. <laughs> but oh my some God. sort of contract dispute. So, as a like 21 year old actor, new to New York, doing that, I guess it's kind of a blessing because you didn't know how big of a deal that was. I had was. no idea. But and had you done a lot of improv and stuff? Like, how did you handle that kind of thing? I mean, I guess I'd uh, growing up, I like would go to like this summer theater camp mm-hmm. called Trollwood Performing Arts School. Trollwood. Trollwood. Hey, hey! <laughs> Shout out hey, to Trollers. Trollwood. Trollwood. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, I did. I would take improv every year, so I guess that was yeah. really the only training I had. And then I went to an acting conservatory in New York, and they Plus, didn't have any trolls anymore. are the best people to take improv mm, classes, especially from. ones with I wood. Found. That's right, Ao. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I guess it's kind of something I've sort of, I don't want to say naturally been good at, but and you still improvise. Yeah. Well, the, what's interesting is lately, because like that was when I was twenty-one. Right. Cut to. 13 years later, I like, uh, like two years ago, I started taking classes at UCB and mm-hmm. stuff because I would see the sh- a show like, you know, you guys do. And I would be, I wouldn't, I would watch it and I would go, I don't know if I could do that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I want to know that I could do that, that I could just go up on stage without anything and just follow, you know what I mean? What, wherever a scene goes. And so uh, now I have acquired skills and I'm addicted to improv. It's a good feeling, Oh, my God. I can't get enough. It's crazy. Nobody has to give you permission. You just get to listen and react. It's such a good feeling. I guess that's what good acting would feel like. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that's like what I... uh, I try to go back home to Fargo every Mm -hmm. summer. 
I'm from Fargo, North Dakota. I try to go back home to Fargo to Trollwood to teach oh, high school awesome. kids acting and improv every summer. I actually just got back. How long do you spend there? Uh, like three weeks. Oh, you do it up. Uh-huh. That's great. Like, and it's like an intensive. So I get these like uh, high school kids for like four hours a day. Whoa. And I just... Break them down. Change their lives. <laughs> so I got to know, how did the, the culture in Fargo change once that movie came out and was a big hit? Did like oh. did anything really change? Like, <laughs> no, any ripples in the not at all. But the funny part was that like they would like the people from Fargo would be like, oh, we don't talk like that. <laughs> it's right. like, mm, yeah, you do. Well, yeah, we do. Isn't there like some sort of wood chipper statue or something? No, I heard something about that. Mm-hmm. There is somewhere. Maybe, maybe uh, not. Not one scene in Fargo is actually shot in the city of Fargo. Gotcha. It's all shot outside, like in Minneapolis, or you know. Outside of Fargo, so I found that like when a movie comes out that's supposed to take place in some place or whatever, that like then people will literally make trips just to like go see it, and then yeah. half the time they're disappointed to realize that like oh nothing that was oh, none of that was actually shot here. Or that was shot. Soundstage. Like I'm yeah. sure people like now go to Belgium just to go to Bruges because of in Bruges, just because they want to see it. Like hmm. I would. That's a movie I have yet to see, you which I hear is amazing. It's fantastic. Well, we, uh, was we there improv- uh, improvisation? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was like, there was a script that we would follow and then just, they, we would just make it our own or they, they would just keep, let it, they would just keep it rolling. And a lot of stuff that was improvised made it. And that's why I think it's such a good show. Do you know what I mean? It feels, I mean, I was rewatching some episodes last night and it's mm-hmm. just so funny and everybody on there, it feels like every, it like it is the college experience. It was, that's my college experience. Oh, that's like literally. <laughs> I went to college on TV. That's so. Did you guys have serious. like um, what was your living situation like for, for filming it? Was it like in our was, real lives? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we all had our own place. But did you sleep in bunk beds? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Were you guys late for midterms? Uh, no, we didn't actually have any uh, who was teachers. Your teacher? Who's your favorite? <laughs> who's your favorite? <laughs> who's your favorite? Uh, was your Fred Willard? When you were there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was a really, really amazing experience. And that's another cast that you can look at and just be like, everybody's great, and mm-hmm. they've always been great. And also, like for Judd as well, like look at that work. That's like you got that taste from the get go. And you that's know? you know what I think that's the secret to his successes and anybody's really is he stuck to his guns uh, when it came to integrity. Like he, the reason that got uh, canceled is because. He, like Judd would would not like buckle to like Fox's Fox would want like we want it to be more slapsticky like maybe something you know Marshall could fall uh, you know down some stairs or something you know what I mean and and he'd be like fuck you no this is what I'm doing this is it and like that's that's why he has two shows that were amazing they got canceled because he but wasn't afraid to be like, fuck so you guys. You don't know what you're talking with. about. Yeah. And just Fox is notorious for that. Like, they just don't. Uh, out of any network that I can think of, they're the ones that, like, had like, said it. yes to yeah. great shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they put Firefly on the air. They put you know, think, all these things on the air. But then they fuck arrested. them up. Yeah. And, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, no, they they it's fear. To push it in a different thing. It's a fear-driven industry. But hearing about people that have the backbone, and often those people are successful. Like, they go on to make huge films, or mm-hmm. they go on to be, you know like writers of like the most unconventional stuff. It's so inspiring because Mm -hmm. 
when you think about like how rare those opportunities are, the kind of strength you have to have to yeah. say no, fuck it, is yeah. scary. Don't, don't I mean, give in to the fucking fear that you know you're never. Oh, this might be it. <laughs> Well, and, it won't be it. Like, it won't. You fuck it up it's, with somebody else's it's idea. It's a very different yeah. environment now because there's so many more channels now, so many more cable yeah. channels, yeah. That, like, and that are, are legitimate. So, like, you don't have to, like, well, you have like for example, like that, that show now, created. like if it, if Fox had like passed on it or whatever, you know, then Netflix, Netflix could pick it up or Star oh, yeah. or yeah. FX or or they would have moved over to FX or yeah. something like that. There's more there's more rooms for those kinds of shows to kind of try to grow mm-hmm. and find their audience because they know that there's additional revenue through streaming and DVDs and that kind of stuff too. Is that crazy? That's like. So that was 13 years ago. I mean, that I feels impossible. Um, also, that like we were supposed to premiere on September 15th, <gasps> and September 11th happened. Ugh. So like uh, that kind of threw a monkey wrench. Did they you know? still keep the premiere then? No, no. they moved it to October something. Oh. But like by that time, is like who? Nobody gave a shit Those, about yeah. some college comedy, right? Um, but yeah, even though that might have been just what the country needed. Sure. A little laugh. I like I like its I like its place in history. I'm proud of it. Well, and how well it stands up, and yeah. I mean all those things. It's like you've been involved with some great shows, also Six Feet Under. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So many good things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one thing that, that that I'm not saying it's a good thing that either that or Freaks and Geeks were canceled, but it's like they had their like Perfect, one yeah. season thing. They're really good. They didn't have a chance to like get potentially shitty not that they would have but a lot of shows like have a great first season and then something well, just there's that pressure happens to keep, keep and then mm-hmm. you know or even shows that eventually get back on track arc. like friday night lights great first season second season really like went off the rails then came got better again in three or whatever right i hear that show's like amazing it's a really good show yeah kevin rankin who is, who plays the ra in undeclared he's amazing went on to play uh the guy in the, the murder ball yeah the guy wheelchair in guy. the wheelchair friday in night friday night lights he was also on Justified. He's a, he's a badass. Yeah, he's badass in White House actor. Down, too. He's like one of the main mercenary guys. Oh, no movie. shit? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. boy. He's one of my... He's one of my favorite people. He was. He and I were roommates during Undeclared. Oh, oh really? Nice. See, this is the kind of thing I was fishing for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's more There's more craziness there. Kevin Rankin's a great... He's a great character actor. He's, in, he he's incredible. He pops a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's really good. He's a really good dude. He just had a baby. <clears throat> Congratulations. His, with his lady. It's going to be a badass little baby. Uh-huh. Happy little fella. Or lady. I don't know I what kind believe, of baby it is. I believe it's a girl. <laughs> hey, know. you know, don't typecast the baby. You're right. Baby right? can be whatever. Hey, it's a Rankin baby. Let's it can be a boy. A girl would be what it wants to be. Exactly. Defy the odds. There you go. And defy gravity. <laughs> oh, it's a wicked baby. Wicked baby, yeah. Mm. Uh, let's do first. Okay, great. We do this every podcast. It's a different first from life, like the first R-rated movie you saw or whatever. Ooh. We're 120 in. Uh, They've so, gotten a little deeper. <laughs> a little deep. This one's probably maybe the deepest in a sense. Uh, but it kind of ties into Enlightened, so that's the, kind of the idea here. Uh, the, the question is, whether you're religious or spiritual or not, what was the first moment you can recall from your life when you felt some sort of divine intervention or a higher power at work? Just something that happened in your life? Whoa, that's otherworldly. Hmm. I am not terribly religious, and <clears throat> but I'm not like a, a atheist either or a nihilist. There's the money But I have a friend who is a psychic medium. And I saw him do 
a reading for a group of people and I knew two of the people in the group and I knew that they wanted to contact, you know, like, uh, this girl's brother died when he was 21 and, you know, I'd seen videos of this guy and, uh, he's like, uh, X games type dude, you know what I mean? And when my friend did this reading, those are the first people he went to and he was like, okay, this is for you guys. Um, I'm getting like, getting a young man um he was uh he was into like bmx i mean like, i was like what Whoa. that like kind of blew my mind i started crying and shit oh because i was God. like oh how does he it has to be you wow. know what i mean and uh as far as i know i i don't know i have theories i think it's i think our subconscious is really strong and we don't give our subconscious enough credit for what happens and how much it's like picking up on everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's so much of our brains that we don't know what yeah. we're doing with them. Well, that's also like why I try to like always trust my first instinct. Because, oh, totally. Like, like even when, like, when I'm playing trivia or something, something pops into my head. Yeah. Like I'll talk myself out of that answer half of the time and then oh, it ends up being yeah. right. Like, yeah. There's a reason that my brain recalled that mm-hmm. even yeah. if after the fact it tried to make an argument against it. Are you familiar with Darren Brown? No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Right. Are you? Yeah. You guys need to check this fool out. What is it, this? He is a, he's a Britishman. Britman. <laughs> Britman. <laughs> uh, by the name of Darren Brown, and he is a mentalist. Um, like Simon Baker. Uh, I'm not familiar. <laughs> it's the show The Mentalist. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, uh, but he does it for entertainment, uh, Darren. Wait, what like, is he? He, like, uh, there's a thing called NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is, uh, I guess, another way of saying conversational hypnosis Mm -hmm. where he will be like he'll be he can talk be talking to you and then he'll like tap your arm at certain period at certain words which is like programming your subconscious to like you know like raise your hand or something or 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 think that this is no longer blue Uh, it's red you Ah. know what i'm saying it's it's amazing. Like there's so much on YouTube. I've geeked out so hardcore on this dude. I can't wait to go. check it out. Uh, look uh, look for uh, the YouTube video with him and Simon Pegg. He he makes Simon Pegg. Uh, he has Simon Pegg write down what he what he what the perfect gift for him would be. Puts it in an envelope. Like this is like a week prior, and then he uh, has Simon Pegg meet him, and he and he basically he changes whatever. Simon Pegg's perfect gift would be into whatever he wants, and and then he explains how he does it. And it, wait, it so just, Simon Pegg says a different thing? Yep, like in person. Then he wrote down, and he mm-hmm. doesn't remember that he wrote a different. Yeah, he Ooh. he's it, he, like he's convinced. He's oh like, no, my no, no. He's like, no, it's weird. <laughs> like I, I don't know why I'd want this. You know what he oh, was like, and wow. it's oh like, gosh. yeah, it's pretty like mind blowing. That is just really scary to me because that if that exists, that's why he doesn't. People. I think because because he's huge in London, yeah, and probably Europe, <laughs> and uh, but he's but not no Wales. one no one's not Wales. no, <laughs> but no one's heard of him here, and I think that's because basically he also what he does is he like points out that this is what advertisement does. Ah. this is what like can't take that away. This from is us. what this you is know what or being maybe we yeah, had all heard of him. But he convinced us <laughs> that we had. Oh no, I've never, I've never. We used to watch his show for years, but we forgot. <laughs> oh shit, man! No, 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 man! It does make me feel terrified to think that 
Like, I think I, I know all that stuff is possible, but then you think about it being harnessed for evil, which it definitely is all the time, and we don't even know it. Oh, no. He has somebody playing a zombie video game that he has constructed, and he, like, does, like, this series of flashes as they're playing the game, which puts the person in a catatonic state. He has a team put the person on a stretcher, drag them into an, uh, uh, an environment, like a warehouse where the environment is identical to the zombie game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and <laughs> gives him a, like, an air gun, wakes him up, and, ha- and like, and, oh, and people no. are like, Ugh, and he's like, ah! <laughs> oh my god! And then, like, when it get, when it gets like intense, like too intense, Darren Brown comes back out. And he's all like, and he has like, Ugh. puts him back in front of the game and wakes no. him up. And the guy's like, oh yeah, this is fucking great, Rob. This is a good fucking game. You know what I mean? Oh my god! It's awesome. That sounds amazing. But you'll love, you will love. You will love. I'm not this gonna go to sleep tonight. I'm yeah. just gonna. Oh no. It's too much. That kind of stuff is anyway, too much. how did we get on that? That is awesome. Uh, first question. V, what's your answer? Oh, for the spiritual? I think I sort of misunderstood the question because my first instinct for that is um, when I was a little girl, a dog named Buckwheat came to my house. And I just love that dog. I feel so lucky. She didn't, she didn't have a, Well, we named her that. But it was just like that dog was my perfect dog. And she just came to my house homeless. So your your turban is like that that dog was sent to you by somebody who was like right. this is and the then dog that is I felt like I could communicate needs. with her mentally. And then Buckley passes away very sad. Many years later, she had a great long life. Then another dog, Mr. Spider Man, came into my life and I felt very certain that was Buckwheat's soul in Spider Man. So there you have it. God is real. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'm going from a slightly different angle on this, okay. uh, which was uh, this is just a couple of years ago. But I was driving over to Westside to do a comedy show, mm-hmm. and I was waiting to turn left uh, from Lincoln Boulevard onto like seventh or eighth or one of those streets. And um, there was a car in front of me that was just not going into the intersection. You know, to turn left, and that just makes me crazy. When like like you need to get into the intersection so we can both make this light, yeah. you know, fucker, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So like the and there's a lot of traffic coming from the other direction. Um, and the light turns yellow, and the car's still not going. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So then the car waits to the very so last angry, second, Paul. and then, like, literally on the red, goes through, so I can't make it. And I'm oh. like, I was pissed. You think did but, it on purpose? But, like, two seconds later, this car comes flying through the red light, through oh, the intersection, like, shit. super fast. Like, if I had, it would have hit, hit me, like, it would have, like, t- oh, T-boned me, my, my car. Gosh. Like, 100%. So I sat there going, like, and then, you know... I was like, whoa, is this like one of those, like those, you hear these stories of these guardian angels that are sent in a sense to like yeah. do things like that, to like just like delay you or keep you away from something. So that kind of stuff didn't happen. So like it really like, cr- like creeped me yeah. out for the rest of the night. I was like really weird and shaky about it. Cause I was like, oh, wow. yeah, I literally, if, if it had just been a normal intersection Ooh. and I would have gone Fuck through, that. I would have been like totally smashed into by this guy. So like guardian angels are out there. Maybe, like, maybe like coaxing people to be like i ain't going now be an asshole brother i'm going now <laughs> fuck you getting all up on my ass Those guardian angle angels usually look like assholes in, in disguise <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy oh i remembered actually a time that gave me my first time of remembering like being covered in chill bumps i was like 11 years old and my parents had their best friends had a son that was like 
14 probably at the time, and he always creeped me out. And the parents were coming over to have like a group dinner, and I just had this image, and I was 11, like I was too young to think that, of this kid, like we had woods behind our house who would always play in, and I had an image of this kid like pulling out a switchblade on me, and I was super scared. And I told my parents, I was like, I'm, I'm afraid to play with Steven. They're like, no, don't worry about it. And then we went out in the woods, and we were playing, and he pulled out a switchblade and popped it, and it was a comb. Oh shit! Like a switchblade comb. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Knife. But it was like I just got so covered. It, like it was kind of a psychic moment, and luckily it wasn't a real knife. But it, it was the weirdest thing to imagine, and then it was happening, and I just felt so ill of like you got to trust. Like even though that wasn't a bad thing that did happen, it could have been. That's bad. pretty close. Just yeah, yeah, close enough. Just trust whatever your brain's figuring out. Yeah. sometimes. maybe you're a comb-related psychic. Yeah, well, I've had a lot since then. You get then premonitions of like, from combs and yeah, curler things that are going to happen. Exactly. Really? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> when I'm I had a job for you. Trend, oh, no, 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 man! It's a, it's a teasing comb, right? <laughs> oh, God. All right, we're going to do my questions. Okay. Uh, it's a game. Okay. So okay. this or that. Uh, the category is robot or tax form. I'm going to read you a list of ten letter number combinations that are either a famous robot from films uh-huh. or a mundane tax form. <laughs> I love it. So if I was to say R2-D2, it's a robot. Yeah. Or W9, it's a tax yeah. form, et cetera. All right? Okay. All right. So number one, ED-209 or ED-209. That's a tax form. Vanessa, you want to play? Yes. Robot. We have split the panel. Uh, it is a robot. Damn it. From Robocop, the Ed 209. Oh, fuck. Uh, all right. I'm, I should, I'm, okay, I gotta I listen to my um, subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you, give you your first statement. For uh, me, it's usually my third instinct. Number two, SS4. SS 4. Uh, okay. My subconscious is saying tax form. Mine is too. It is a tax form. Okay. It's an application for an employer it's identification two. number. Let's fill out your SS4. Or it's a Thanks, <laughs> Nazi Germany robot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, question three. T800. T-800. Uh, robot. I'm going robot just because it was robot. It is a robot. It's the original Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. the Terminator was a T-800. T-800, huh? Yep. So there you go. Uh, number four, IG-88. That's ID-88. Robot. I'm going to say robot. It's a robot. It's a robot bounty hunter introduced in the Empire Strikes Back. I'm letting my subconscious take over. There you go. Yeah, he's from the Empire Strikes Back. I'm raising my left hand. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I just pooped. (laughs) Uh, Number five, IT-219. IT-219. Tax form. Robot. It's a tax form. It's a credit for New York City unincorporated business tax. Wow. My instincts are always wrong. Okay, keep Uh, going. Number six, J5. (laughs) It's a robot. (laughs) I don't know it, but I guess it's a popular robot. It's a robot. <laughs> Who I don't know is it? Popular. It's a robot from the movie Blank Man with David Wayans. Oh wow! I think I was thinking Johnny Five. <laughs> there is Johnny Five too, but yeah, J Five is uh, from Blank Man. Uh, number five is alive, I guess. Twice. Number seven, MT sixty, MT six zero. Um, I'm going to say a tax form. I'm going to piggyback on that answer. It is a tax form. Yes. First cider tax return. Don't know what that means. <laughs> But there you go. First cider? Yeah, I like guess. Like apple cider? Uh, like apple cider. Huh. Mm. It's very Tax that shit. Particular. Tax it. Tax that Don't shit. Don't let those apple pickers get away with that. Mm. Uh-uh. Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> You're so pissed, so-and-so. <laughs> uh, number eight, B4. B-4. Uh, t- uh, tax form. Robot. It is a robot. Yes. It is Data's brother from the film Star Trek Nemesis. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's why I knew that. 
<laughs> yeah. By the way, have you seen the screen tests for the Star Trek The Next Generation? No, no. they're really bad. It's just like this creepy, like, you know, like data, like, with like two different colored eyes. You know what I mean? Because it's just the screen test of like, oh, right, like how is skin, gosh. like, what, how, like, how white they want to go with his robot skin. And, so just and like it goes the- through all the characters, and it's creepy. <laughs> Somebody put some music over it, and it's just like, like legitimately disturbing. <laughs> well, I'll do that after I go through the Darren Brown hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number nine, four five zero six T dash easy. Tax form. Wobot is a tax form. It's a short form request for individual tax return transcript. Doy. Hello. Oh. And number f- ten, eight five eight two dash CR. Uh, robot. Obviously. Tax form. Shit. Passive activity credit limitations form, you guys. Okay. So who won? Did you win or did uh, I think we, the all, I think we all win. win. We all win. We all win. Because uh, now we know which ones are forms. Taxes, we, all right. we all win. This is the last part. It's my questions. They're much the, much the same as the robot questions. <laughs> have you ever met an Olsen twin? Never. Oh, have you been near one? I'm sure. Okay. Um, I heard... Wink, wink. There's an undeclared reunion movie in the mix called Declared. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what people are up to? And I heard your character, Marshall, will be sub- sub- uh, sporting some strange body art. Uh, let's see. I think, I think uh, Charlie Hunnam, is pro- he's probably a, like a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like a like a sex, maybe even a sex therapist, like a famous sex therapist. Oh, <laughs> this movie just got good. <laughs> and uh, Jay is a at home dad. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> Seth <laughs> is a. I think he's probably. Let's see here. Uh, Seth is is like a he. He owns a couple of restaurants. <laughs> solid, solid choice. He's got like a small chain of restaurants. With hot waitresses. Yeah. like <laughs> Wear d- little t-shirts. Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> with dicks. <laughs> waitresses with dicks. Cool. Um, that's a... That's a and uh, Marshall look. is... He is a soundtrack uh, musician. Oh. He... Uh, Carved out a good life for, for himself. Like, for sci-fi Mostly. For Sharknado. For Sharknado and what was the other one? A shark Sharktopus. Uh-huh. And uh oh uh Lizzie is she's probably a serial m- divorcee. Mm. Is that possible? Yeah. She marries a lot of people. I get it. And uh Monica's character, Rachel, is She's a mother of six. Whoa. And has a small daycare. <laughs> that sounds so I think, sad. I think that covers it, right? You did a great yeah, job. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm sorry. The, the next one's. This sounds like this one's hard. It's not hard. Uh, I don't know if you've watched Clarissa Explains at all. I, I, there was a time. Okay, great. You know how the dad built, like, literal buildings? So if it was for a pickle factory, he would build. He would design. He was an architect. He would design the building in the shape of a pickle. If you could live in a house that you designed that was the shape of any uh, item of food, what would it be? Like you could live in a big cheeseburger mansion. I would want to live in a big 
dried out lemon. Because <laughs> <laughs> there'd be there'd be lots of passageways, lots of like little oh, like an ant farm almost little, inside. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That was a, an exciting and dark answer. I feel like that was a dark. It was revealing. Dried out lemon. Ooh, weird. You could live in a cheeseburger. I don't even eat cheeseburgers. Yeah, but I don't feel so like swimming fun. in grease. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. You've angered a wizard, and he's giving you a choice between two punishments. Uh-huh. Either you're bean canned Tim, and every party that what you go into. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm going to explain it. Every Second party. Second time you've you said bean can. <laughs> you go to a party within an hour of being in any social gathering, you have to dump a can of beans on your head. Like it's a cool party trick. It's like what's sort of like Louis. I'm gonna dip my balls in it from the stage. Sure, but it's bean canton. Oh, hey, it's bean canton. Yeah, I see. Yeah, so it's a party trick of yours that you have bean to do. Bean canton. Yeah, or you have to eat a can of baked beans every morning. Repeat the question now that I know what bean canton is. You've angered a wizard, and he's giving you a choice between two punishments. Either your bean canteen, and every party you go to, within an hour, you have to dump a yeah. can of beans on your head, or every day for the rest of your life, you eat a can of baked beans in the morning. <laughs> Those are my options? Those are yep. your options. They're punishments. If I... You've angered the wizard. He's a weird... That's, what a are weird. you... That, 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 not, those aren't comparable. I think they're completely Be- comparable. Baked beans are good. Every but morning every for the rest morning. of your life? Sure. It's just one meal in a day. Wow! You gotta eat. So if I well, have you to love eat, beans. Apparently, you or, love being kind. So it's either that or go. Whenever I go to a social gathering, I have to pour a can of beans over my head. <laughs> yep. Well, when you say it like that, it makes one of them. But everybody, silly. but everybody likes it. They're like, <laughs> but it's like it's, it's like the trick. fucking. Like I get laid that night because of it. They'll be like, oh, being canton, he's crazy. That, that, that takes away the punishment aspect. Well, I know one promised you that you would get laid. That You just added I just that put, I throw that on the <laughs> end of that. everything. Oh, so I got uh, So at the end of this podcast. Bean lovers. Uh, <laughs> getting laid, right? That's in the culture. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, um, okay. uh, I would choose. Eating the beans. Eating the beans. Okay, this is your last question. Okay. Who is your hair icon? <laughs> My hair icon. You have great hair. I do. But do you look up to someone else's hair? We got a lot of right ends for this question. <laughs> oh yeah. Just ask Mr. Mr. Sharp who his hair icon is. Mm-hmm. We'll get down to My it. My hair icon. I get. You know, I'm gonna say Don Johnson. Whoa! You can't get him out of your head. Can't get out of my head. On my hair. Mm-hmm. Great answer, boy. Is he Crockett or Tubbs? I think he's Crockett. He's Crockett. <laughs> tub of beans. He's Crockett. He's not. Crock of beans or tub of beans. Did you guys ever realize that? Crockett Holy and tub. Shit. Both ways to put beans in do something. They, do they, is there a, something called Miami beans? <laughs> because if there's not, i got to make a webisode of Miami beans. <laughs> that's, that's, where the, that's where the creator came up with the idea. He was sitting around eating beans. like, I can put my beans in this crock or I can put my beans in this tub. So, oh, Eureka! Look at this crazy team. He ran off to his rug. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Ding. Michael Send Mann, Fox. are you busy? <laughs> Great job. Well, you've done it, Tim. I've done my you, second you, podcast. You've made it. You, oh, made yeah, what was your through. first podcast? It was called This Feels Terrible. Oh, Aaron, Aaron. McGathy. Yes, and I revealed everything about myself i need to listen oh my god it's explicit you've got a face do you regret it being out there no see you don't i don't because i'm an open book but like that aggressively jesus christ (laughs) i I mean like if there's a girl that i want 
that I want to maybe date, I think I'm going to like refer her Recommend to this because <laughs> then she'll know what she's getting That's into. That's what you're dealing with. That's <laughs> then I don't have to worry about because if she still goes on that date, it's like, hey, I warned you, or you didn't your, do your, your homework. On the table. I guess she stopped listening at minute 24 because things were about to get nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's good. This was great. Thanks for yeah, having me. This is so fun. You. Thank you. Uh, people can follow you on Twitter. You are on the Twitter. I, I believe I am. At Tim, Tim Sharp. Sharp. Yeah. Double I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not very interesting on Twitter. So if you that don't follow me, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Oh, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> okay. That's cool. I don't know. You'll see me around. Oh, look out for Jedi Knights. Oh yeah. Where, how, how are you gonna put that up? I'm, on I'm gonna YouTube try or? to yeah, I'm gonna try to put it on Funny or Die. Oh yeah, you Sweet. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well when you do, we'll uh, send us a link and we'll for put sure. it out there. For um, sure. You can follow us on the Twitter. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. And hey, like us on Facebook. Why not? Oh, okay. We just threw that in there. Yeah, that's Give it a like. Mix. Give it a like. That's right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Tim. Thank you guys. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.